This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to episode 122 of the Holland Assets Podcast. I am Craig, your host over there. He is Chris. How you doing, Craig? Uh, you know, not too bad. Good. You know, people are going to be listening to this on February 15th, but today... It's February 14th. Happy Valentine's, Chris. And you know what? Is it Valentine's Day today? Well, it, did the red giant red paper heart that I gave you not give it away? <laughs> and the kiss? <laughs> and the kiss on the cheek on the, <laughs> as I walked in the door? I, it's just, I was, I was blushing with excitement for you to get here. You're turning red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Chris, it's Valentine's Day, which means that people should definitely go to hollandassetsllc.com yeah okay fine it's a non sequitur but spread the love to us and give us a little bit of a review how about that hey that would be the best valentine's day present is if you go onto whatever podcasting platform you uh listen to the podcast on whether it's stitcher spotify or apple or google podcasts whatever it is leave us a review tell us why you like why like the show it's it's a good way that you can kind of give us a little little love for uh all the content we yep. provide for you. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's uh, for people who don't know how these things work. Um, if a podcast has just started, okay, it's their first episode, and you're like, hey, give us a, some five-star reviews, and they flood the zone, then you might make some of those lists like, hey, this is the, the hot new show out there. Um, and then as time goes on, people think, well, you know, you're not going to make any lists. You've been around for three years now. Who cares? But the thing is, or however long it's been, three years? And uh, okay. we're coming up on... Four, Four is that right? Holy Gee, I mean, Christmas. Anyway, but the point being, um, even now in the life cycle of a podcast, if uh, if suddenly we have 20, 30, 50 reviews that come through um, simultaneously and they're five-star reviews and people actually leave a note uh, commenting on what they like, the algorithm, the great algorithm in the sky, Chris, takes notice um, and you can still get bumped into people's discover feeds and whatnot. So just by the simple act of people leaving a review, it actually does help out the show quite a bit. It's not entirely about my own ego. Um, it's a little more about Chris's, I suppose. I, and I need that. I need I need a little boop, boost in the ego. That would be nice. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it'd be good. Um, all right, Chris. Uh, what did I say? I already said hollandassetsllc.com. There's motorcarrierhq.com. I mentioned those a lot. Uh, maybe I'll mention them at the, at the end again. But for now, let's get into the financials for January 2023. Uh, we I have, actually, oh. before, so I, I want to give a little bit of a teaser. Oh, okay. And then I, I got a couple stories for the road. Oh, um, oh okay. So first, uh, obviously, this is a profit and loss um, episode, a financials episode. And we we had one of our best months in quite a long time. But I was a little bit disappointed. And, of uh, course you were. Did yeah, somebody I not? Know. Did somebody not round the cents correctly <laughs> on the PNL, Chris? It was a little bit more than that. Oh, okay. But overall, it was a good month. But uh, it would have been an even better month if it wasn't for the freaking weather in Wyoming. Um, <laughs> I eighty this year has been a mess. It's got shut down more than I can remember. Yeah. Um, it at least that's what it feels like to me. So. End of January, I-80 got shut down for like two or three days. So that delayed several of our loads that should have delivered in January. Didn't end up delivering till February. So they'll improve the February's numbers a little bit, but Take January's weren't as good as they could have been. Wow. Okay. Well, 
uh, I guess we're going to talk more about that. And also, when you say uh, I-80 in Wyoming this year has been bad, I just want to take the this year out of that. It's always, yeah. I-80 in Wyoming, Wyoming sucks. It does, especially in the winter. Yeah, exactly. All right, Chris, What you said you had some uh, stories from the road. Yeah, we, we've had... I, stories we've had some things that that i want to talk a little bit about um and and they're from two of our drivers made mistakes and you know i i, I try to be a little bit sensitive because both of these drivers are still going to work with us i'm not going to say any names I'm not going to give too many details about these situations but they're good things for owner operators to kind of or and, and fleet owners to be aware of and 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 whatnot um and just kind of how we manage them. So first we had a driver and I don't, I still don't feel like we've got a great, this is what happened in this situation, but the kind of a weird thing, we had a driver cut a corner too sharp in mm-hmm. his truck and put a big gouge that went like all the way through the top of the trailer, Oof. like from outside to inside, probably um, 30 feet long. Wow. Man, well, no, it, it probably wasn't that long. Maybe, maybe 15 feet long. Jeez. Still, so, are you thinking like a tree or something? They hooked a I tree? Don't, I, I, it just recently happened, so we haven't got the full story. I haven't really been able to kind of sit down with the driver and talk it through yet exactly what happened. But, uh, you know, that that happened. It It's not good. But the, the good silver lining on this is it didn't cost nearly as much to get repaired as I thought it was going to. Yeah. Um. There was no structural damage, so you've got the frames on the mm-hmm. inside, and somehow it didn't cause it didn't it, get that deep. It it did cause a it, it did cause some damage on um, the the frame, the posts, but not so bad that it, it's causing some like severe structural integrity to the to the trailer. Right. So it was it actually I probably should have looked this number up. I think it was like six hundred bucks to repair. Oh, okay, yeah. which yeah, I mean that's not nothing. That's, that's not six hundred bucks that cuts into your your we've, profit loss. We've had but. much bigger repairs. <laughs> that's I true. Mean, you blow it. You you run over something on a tire and. But what is it? What is it about this much. story? You say this is valuable for people to hear about, but I mean accidents so happen all the time. But there's two lessons. One with the driver, I I don't think we've gotten. He kind of delayed in letting us know what happened and. It's an embarrassing situation. We all make mistakes. But the way that we look at this is we all make mistakes, right? There's things right. that happen. Um, and the one of the lessons that, and this is good for anybody in life, whether it's this kind of a situation or another, bad news never gets better with age. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, waiting to tell us about it or something like that is usually, in fact, always not the right answer. You know, when, when something bad happens like that, just talk about it, yeah. let, communicate it, let people know. Cause invariably, if you just hold that information, don't tell it or try to tweak what really happened, it, it's, it's never going to make for a, a good situation. And, and a, something like that, like damage like that significant to a trailer. It's not like we're not going to find out about it sometime. It's yeah. I was just going to say it's 15 foot gouge. Yeah. It's coming up. going to hide it. <laughs> rip the bandaid off and let us know. And that's, I mean, in, in the four years we've been doing hauling assets and the three years that we've had drivers, I mean, this isn't the first situation um, that this has happened. And you know, one thing w- that we, we probably need to do a little bit better job with emphasizing with our drivers is, is, you know, bad news, like just communicate it to us. Like we're not the kind of person you know that rips your head off. And I know 
a lot of the times drivers are, are reluctant to do that because they've had bad experiences with other employers who have gone off the handle and berated them and, yeah. and been mean. We, we don't operate that way. Um, so if you're an employee, the lesson is uh, shoot straight yeah. um, and don't wait. If you're an employer, the lesson might be, look, mistakes happen. Don't rip their head off wait for a pattern to emerge yeah and if there's a pattern maybe there's something there and that's the big picture like we when you when an incident like this happens you need to look at the big picture um you're looking at an expense that happened it, it's not something that's pretty it's not something that you want to have to deal with there's some issues with it but in the grander scheme of things is the you know five hundred dollar or even a thousand or a couple thousand dollars repair worth letting that driver go um, in, in a lot of situations, no, because I mean, it, it costs in downtime, hiring expense, you know, taking your, um, time away from better spent activities to hire, um, in, in most situations, you know, something that's small like that is not worth letting somebody go over because right. the, there's additional costs by doing that. And so as an owner of a, a business, you've got to look at that bigger picture and decide, Hey, What's the right route to go here? And and there are situations that are egregious enough that you do need to let somebody go when they when they commit an error. And, and in my situation, the pattern is one reason to do that if it if it becomes a pattern. And two, it's when there's like just full blown like either negligence or fraud, dishonesty. Those right. are the kind of things where I don't compromise. And I mean, you talked about the DUI story from a few months ago that, you know, that would be yeah, one where it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> on the spot. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but this is not that uh, not all mistakes are created equal. Yeah. Okay. And wasn't there, there was something there's else. A, there's uh, another one. So we had another driver, um, that was in, that was delivering a load to Walmart and Walmart does something that's pretty unique. Not, not too many receivers do this, but anytime you deliver a load to a Walmart, you go check in and they make you actually uh, unhook the truck from the trailer and pull it forward um, oh, really? a few feet so that there's no possibility that you're going to pull drive the, away. Yeah. Drive away before, well, you know, forklifts in there. Sure. Something's happened and they, that's a pretty strict rule with them. And this particular driver, um, I think was just honestly just forgot. No, no. Um, didn't forget because the driver had told Walmart that they had unhooked when they actually hadn't. Unhooked. Uh. And, um, Walmart made the driver go back out, say unhook, which the driver did. But I think at that point was just kind of flustered. wasn't really thinking it was like two o'clock in the morning. Mm. Um, and, um, pulled away from the trailer before dropping their landing gear. So that means that oh, the trailer just yep. kind of slams onto the ground. It actually kind of slammed onto the rear tires of the truck. Um, in, in the grander scheme of things, it didn't cause a whole lot of damage. It put a little dent on the the plate that the yep. fifth wheel rests onto. Um, not, not a huge deal. But at this point, Walmart's pretty ticked, refuses to let the driver deliver the load. And wants another driver to come wants in. another driver to come in and deliver it. And so what ends up happening is that that truck ends up sitting for like three or four days before we can get another appointment and another driver in the area to pick up the, the load, take it, deliver it, bring it back. Ouch. Yeah. So that, that kind of things, obviously it's, it's no fun. And there were, there was a point where we thought we were going to have to maybe one of us fly out to do the delivery. Luckily kind of, 
timing of when we could get a new appointment. We had a driver that was going to be that we could get into the area. So we didn't have to end up doing that. But, uh, you know, that's just one of those things, you know, sometimes cutting corners and not doing things mm. right is going to create a lot of um, issues. And, and it created like oftentimes when we make a decision to cut a corner like that, we don't really think about the unintended consequences, but it took both Nate and I, you know, we ended up having to spend quite a bit of time trying to resolve this issue and figure out how, I mean, it just took a, it took a lot of time. Plus from rerouting a lot of another driver. Yeah, yeah. All that you can think of kind of the second and third order effects of that decision and and the consequences of it. Then the driver's sitting for several days, that truck's sitting for several days. Nobody's really super happy about that kind of a situation. And so, you know, usually cutting corners on things, you know, it, it doesn't pay off. And, and the, so, you know, that's just the thing that I would recommend, whether you're a driver, owner, operator, or anybody else, you know, don't cut corners, especially, you know, I'm, I'm kind of an interesting person. At least I feel like that because I'm a, I'm kind of rebellious, but I'm also in the same sense, a rule follower. Like when I, when I look at a rule, I, with everything that I do in life, there's a risk and reward, right? Mm. And is so it, is it worth is considering it, breaking this rule? Right. Yeah. Is it, is breaking the rule worth the risk is, is the benefit you're going to get by breaking that rule worth the potential consequences. And so like in a situation like that, unhooking a trailer takes a couple of minutes. And you know, one of the nice things about two o'clock in the morning, unhooking a trailer, you go back to sleep and in a Walmart, <laughs> you're probably going to be there for four hours and you don't have to fill the, the, um, forklift driving on and off of the trailer, right. waking you up you know, bouncing everything around. And so there's, there's some benefits to that too. So it's just risk and reward. Like I'll break a rule if the, 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 if the calculation is correct, if the calculation is correct. Yeah. yeah. So Chris, is this finally, is this my opportunity to bring a Lord of the Rings quote into this (laughs) podcast? Please please do. In the the fellowship of the ring, Tolkien writes shortcuts make for long delays. There you go. That's it. Perfect situation where that's exactly what happened. Put that on your quote board, Chris. <laughs> I like it. All right. Now, okay. Your two I've, worlds coming together. That's right. I've, I've, sufficiently, I've sufficiently nerded out for today. So, okay, we can get back to numbers and spreadsheets and profit and loss, whatever. The other, the other kind of nerds. <laughs> exactly. We can, yeah, we can do your style of nerdery now. Uh, okay. So you said in your intro that, uh, that this month was good. Uh, it's certainly compared to the last few months but that you were disappointed. Um, this, this all makes us, this makes all of the rest of us terrified of you, of course. Um, <laughs> and that's fine. But why don't you tell me why? So just kind of when I, when I had an expectation, you know, especially getting close to the end of the January, I'm like, this is going to be a really good month for us. So we've had every last one of our trucks running. We've had more trucks than we've ever had running on the road. Um, it, it's going to be a good thing. And then Wyoming shut down. And mm. so when I pulled the PL and kind of saw the profit number, it's good. It's better than it has been, but I was actually expecting it to be about 10 or 20 grand more than it ended up being. Okay. So, and, and, and if it wasn't for Wyoming, it, I would, I guess I am guessing and estimating that it would have been closer to that 20 grand more than it actually was. Yeah. So we'll get into the numbers. Let's dive into it. Uh, there's there are definitely some records. So it, it, there's a lot of good things that happen. Always nice to hear. Before we get to any records, though, number of trucks on the road in January. Just 10. so I can. Okay, so all we have all ten trucks on the road yep. running. I mean, with some uh, obvious exceptions, like you've just mentioned, uh, maybe a few hiccups here and there, but 
generally 10 trucks running. Yeah. They, in fact, the 10th truck, um, got on the road about a week into January. Okay, so okay. all of them were running the full month, except for one that was just, it was just one just week. A little so that, later. I yeah. mean, that's really like somebody taking a vacation. Sure. So it, 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 overall, it was really quite a good month. And we're generally looking for say 10,000 miles a truck per month. So what did we end up with total miles run for the month? Um, better than that. 101,915. Okay. So, right. so just over 10 K a yeah. truck. Yep. Oh, awesome. I think we probably would have had pretty close to 110,000 if, if it wasn't for the Wyoming weather. Oh, sure. Weather. Okay. Um, and then how many of those were deadhead miles? 5,739. So about 5.6%. Okay. Pretty good. So within, yep. Within our margin there. Total revenue then? $215,780.06. So that's, that's that's a lot of money. That's definitely a record. I think I think that's probably about twenty twenty five thousand more than we've ever done. And and you're sitting here wishing it had been another twenty thousand more am. than that. <laughs> yeah, it it could have been pretty close to yeah. you know two thirty five ish. Before we get to the rest of the numbers, just looking at that, the revenue, how much money came in. Um, is it just tantalizing seeing those little hiccups or oh there was a week where the truck wasn't on the road? Is it is it tantalizing to you as an owner or do you just kind of uh, accept the the lumps with the good? I just kind of accept the lumps with the good. I mean, it's one of those things in, in a lot of things in life, um, you know, watching the Super Bowl this last weekend, I, I remember hearing this quote, and this is something I've always kind of tried to live by, like a good coach doesn't get too excited about the big wins or too mm-hmm. excited about the big losses. You know, you kind of stay even keeled. And that's, I mean, that's one of the things that I've, I've had several employees, both in you know my business life and in my um, military life that have told me that that's one thing that they, they really appreciate about me is I don't get too spun up about whether it's bad news or good news. Like I'm pretty even keel. Right. And that's, that's why you came in and said new records. I hate it. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't scream. I didn't pout. I didn't lay on the ground and pound my fist on the floor. Which I, just, I would know, have I... loved to get on camera, Chris. That would Maybe have been next great. Time. Um, okay. So the, the total revenue you said was uh, just under 216, we'll call it. Um, and so the rate per mile, what did that come in at? This is where um, things kind of take a little bit of a dip. Okay. $2.12. So that's quite a bit lower than it has been. Yeah, you know, really for the most of last year. If I, I, I should have. I let's see if I've got if I've got some of those numbers are historical over the last year. Um, yeah. So we had two twelve, the same amount in October. But other than that, I think our next lowest last year was about two forty, two thirty nine. Oh wow! So definitely on the low end but is it because it's january january is is a big piece of it so january is part of it plus if if we would have had um if if it wasn't for the weather in wyoming we would have had a lot more revenue with very few more miles and so that would have helped that right now okay all right were there any loads that had to get delayed in january that will eventually hit in february yeah they will hit all those so yeah february should be better yeah. Um, just because of that. And January and February numbers, you, you kind of always expect to be are your really your lowest months of the year. So, I mean, it, it's not, you know, crazy to think mm-hmm. that we had a two twelve our, our lowest revenue in, in, you know, essentially the last 12 months right. in January. 
Well, despite your mild and even-keeled disappointment, Chris, uh, it you've been teasing that it was a profit then this month. Uh, what did that come in at? The uh, the net income was twenty one thousand one hundred thirty one dollars and sixty nine cents. Okay, so just over twenty one k. Which, yeah, if I'm if memory serves, that's not a record. There have been some months that have started with a three, right? Yeah, they're the early. I think there were here. I, th- I think I got the number. We'll, <laughs> we'll look at, he's, uh, look this, at me on the fly. This is what we call efforting, Chris. <laughs> uh, you're going to effort that for us here. Let's see um, what you get. Yeah. So January, February, and March of last year, which were just, that's when it, things were still super crazy. Right. We're higher. Okay. Um, in fact, one month we got up to 65,000. Um, and then we beat it, beat that number in August. But those were the, so, so since, the market has kind of started to correct. We've only had one month better than that. Okay. All right. Well, so uh, it's not unmitigated good news, but it's good news, Chris. We'll cons- take it. And con- considering it's January that we do that in. Right. That's actually really positive. Bodes well for the future. Yeah. Our, our saving grace in January is the fact that we had all of our trucks running. And despite the weather, we still had a decent number of miles per truck. And so that, that in the end, translated to a, a profit. And that just kind of like goes to show you how important keeping all of your trucks running is. That, that's a big difference maker. Even if you have one of your trucks down, um, the, the, the portion, I mean, that kind of it's, eats your profit. Right. I mean, and it's going to be different if you're a thousand truck fleet and one of your trucks goes down. That's, that's you know, a tenth of a percent of your fleet. With a ten truck fleet like you've got, that's ten percent of yeah. your of your income, right? And and if you so. think about it, I mean, margins in trucking are pretty narrow as it is, and so if you've got ten percent of your fleet essentially shut down, that's going to have a, a big impact on your your profits. And so, you know, having that last truck going is it. That's where you're going to have see that big impact, and and your profits do much better when you've got them all going, right? Okay. Well, Chris, do we want to get into some specific profit and loss numbers and anything to highlight this week? I've got this a month? few. There, there, nothing, there's nothing like crazy going on in the profit and loss statement this, uh, this month, but I do have a few things I, I, I'd like to mention. Okay. Um, first is we had some advertising and marketing expenses in January that was getting all the signage and everything on uh, truck and trailer nine and truck and trailer 10. Okay. So, so two trucks, that's almost, it was 20, almost 2,400 bucks. Um, we also spent about $1,500 in an, getting our taxes prepped. So you'll see that in legal and professional services. Um, we also paid our quarterly IFTA taxes. So mm-hmm. between IFTA, our, our Oregon permit, New Mexico, Kentucky, um, those, that was about another 2,500 bucks. And then, um, You'll see this at the bottom of the of the profit and loss statement. The other income. Remember, we talked a couple months ago. There, that showed up when we sold a piece of equipment. Mm, yeah. Well, we also we um, over a year ago. So at the end of 2021, we put two two thousand dollar deposits down on Kenworth trucks because we knew we weren't going to get as many Freightliners as we wanted. If I had to do that all over again. We probably wouldn't have done that, but that hindsight's twenty twenty. But anyway, we decided to only take one of the two Kenworths that we had on order, so we lost the two thousand dollar deposit, um, and so I expensed it 
in January of this oh, okay. year. And, so that it'll, uh, so that'll matter on next year's taxes. Yeah, it'll matter right? on next year's. If, if or, I was yeah, thinking, you know I would have I mean. put it on last year's taxes, but I didn't think about it until we'd actually sent all our stuff to our accountant. I'm just like, eh, <laughs> I guess, I guess 2023 20, taxes will benefit from that additional go. expense. Yep. Look to the future, Chris. Um, okay, cool. So uh, as a reminder to people listening, if you're somewhat new to the show, um, the profit and loss statement and all of these numbers, everything we're talking about can be found at hollandassetsllc.com. You just click on episodes. You go to this episode, number 122, was it? Yeah, I'm smart. I remember. Yeah. Um, and then you'll be able to actually download and look at the profit and loss statement and all of these uh, numbers that we're talking about here. Um, so encourage you guys to all go do that. Uh, Chris, you know, what What else do you want to talk about before I give you my impact tip for the week? I, that, I'm, I'm Now you've got me sitting on the edge of my seat. I, I want to hear your impact tip. I, that's it. I'm done. Lip sealed. Tell, no, me, I, tell uh, me your impact tip. It's, uh, I noticed what you, you sent the notes over and, uh, you know, hey, here are the numbers we're going to be talking about. And, and I look down at the bottom. I always look for the impact tip because I want to know what we're going to get to. And there wasn't one, which, you know, happens. We don't always have an impact tip. But as you were talking today, I was putting myself in... The position I was, I was trying to think of myself in the position both of the employee drivers and of you, the employee or employer, and Nate, uh, who's kind of help, helping run the show. And here's my in, impact tip for you: keep the wheels rolling. Okay, so as I'm listening to all these stories, the thing that it kind of has in common is that for whether for a long time or a short time, you're taking trucks and trailers off the road by making mistakes, right? And so if you're an employee driver, if you're looking for, hey, how can I shine? How can I be thought of as a great employee driver? Just think to yourself before you make any decisions or, you know, try to hide not unhooking at Walmart or, you know, scraping across the tree or whatever the case may be. Um, is this potentially going to stop the wheels from rolling? And if the answer is yes, don't do it. Right. <laughs> Sacrifice those two minutes out of your day to, uh, you know, to unhook the truck and do it right so that you don't have the truck off the road for three days, right? And so, and as an employer, if you're looking for, hey, what's our guiding principle that we can communicate to employee drivers, that would be a pretty good one, right? Absolutely. It's, you know, we can forgive a lot as long as the wheels keep rolling. Yeah. Um, because that's what generates revenue for the company. And it's kind of interesting. That's a great impact tip. I love it. Um, that's a really good point is um, additional revenue and and having good good strong revenue kind of helps offset some of the mistakes too I mean yeah. the, you know or additional expenses that come oh. up that are unexpected if you if, if if there's good enough money coming in you can kind of take care of those expenses right if there's not um, then then things get really difficult and challenging and so the more we can keep the wheels turning the more revenue coming in and and it's just it's a better makes for a better situation for everybody it's kind of like that old parable of uh washing the dishes and you know some people are very careful you don't want to splash you know on the counter or whatever so they keep their sink nice and neat while they're doing the dishes uh, but it takes twice as long uh, whereas somebody who's willing to splash around a little bit, get dirty, you know, you can clean it up after you're done. In like and that's two seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure everybody knows the analogy I'm talking about here. And so 
Uh, I'm not saying you should intentionally <laughs> go around splashing water, so to speak, as a trucker. Um, but mistakes can be cleaned up with additional revenue more yeah. easily than uh, made up for without it. Absolutely. So, all right, Chris. Well, uh, I think we're good then for this month for January financials. Uh, thanks for coming in and, and thanks for, to everybody for listening. Make sure you go to HollandAssetsLLC.com and MotorCarrierHQ.com. Um, and we thank Motor Carrier HQ for sponsoring this podcast, every single episode of it Absolutely. from the beginning. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. See ya.